Welcome to season four of One Day You'll Thank Me, a podcast for smart parents. I'm Dr. Tara Egan. And I'm Anna. I'm a mom, a therapist, a parent coach, and an author. And I'm a daughter and a kick-ass high school student. Each week, we'll discuss a different parenting topic. And we'll interview some amazing guest experts. Our goal is to provide an interesting informational resource for busy parents. While also offering the perspective of a teen. Stay tuned, everyone. Boom. Hi, my name is Dr. Tara Egan, and if you are tuning in today, you are probably listening to me via the podcast, One Day You'll Thank Me, or you are watching me on YouTube. So I'm trying to do a double whammy today where I get to present information for both formats. So thank you for being here. Today, we're going to take a little bit of time to talk about the concept of introducing your kids to a new partner. So in this scenario, you are ready to step away from the relationship or the kind of the past turmoil or stress, however you want to term it, with a former partner. And now your kids are about to be introduced to someone new. And so there's a couple of things I want to just mention that you can consider as you're undergoing this process. So the first thing that I want to bring up is not to do anything quickly. A lot of times, because we are grownups, we're experienced in relationships, we have done some of the legwork prior to even considering mentioning this person to the kids. Like we feel ready. We feel like this is a person who is going to be a positive addition to our lives. And it can feel really tempting to kind of incorporate this person into your family life, into your routine and have them like enjoy their, be able to enjoy their company. And you're there, you're ready. This, this person, this new person is also probably feeling very ready and anxious to meet your kids and see where they fit and just do the day-to-day living that couples who are past the stage of kind of the initial introductions and they're ready to incorporate each other more fully in their lives. Well, for the kids, you know, they don't know all that. They don't know all the background. They don't know the thought and the care you've put into it. All they see is this is a person that mom or dad is kind of hoping is going to be around a lot. So I really encourage you to just consider it from your kid's perspective, which this is a, a stranger potentially. And, or even if it's somebody they've met before, maybe it's, it's an acquaintance It's not somebody that they've had a relationship like this, where this is a person who's maybe having dinner with your family or staying over late and watching a movie or helping with bringing in the groceries when this person is there for the afternoon, like whatever it is, that's Mm -hmm. not the context in which they understand this person. So it's a, it's a big deal and it can feel really disruptive to kids. And so you want to just start off by having interactions that are relatively brief. And by brief, I don't mean brief like five minutes, but I mean, there's a start point and there's an end point, you know, like my new partner or this person I care about is coming with us to dinner at this restaurant. He or she is meeting us there. We have dinner. Maybe we have a treat where we get to have dessert and then the outing is over. Or this is a person who's going to come with us to this game and we're going to watch the game and then we're going to get ice cream and then the person leaves. And so there's a start point and an end point, and it's not like this 
person is just kind of around and really familiar in our home. And it's going to feel like, like too fast for the kid. So take it slow. Another thing I want to mention that could be really important is to make sure that your ex or your co-parent does not feel really blindsided by this person being in your life or the life of your children. So you don't actually owe your ex like a huge explanation about what you do. You don't. However, most co-parents really feel like it's important for them to have some knowledge about a person who's going to be involved in their child's life. And oftentimes, once we get more serious with a partner, this person might drive your child somewhere. They might pick your child up. They might be alone with them while you run to the store or something like that. And so this is a person who potentially could be responsible for caring for your child, even if it's just for short periods. Your co-parent is probably going to feel pretty invested in understanding information about your new partner. So I encourage you to communicate with your co-parent about the possibility of introducing the kids to this new person. Now, there'll be sometimes a co-parent will say, well, I'd like to meet them first. So I have mixed feelings about that. If you have a really cordial relationship or maybe even a friendly relationship with your ex and they've always shared their partner or partner's with you prior to them introducing this partner to the kids, I think you could probably do it in in reverse and have it go really well. However, let's just say, let's say you're the dad and your co-parent, your ex-wife would like to meet your new partner before she's introduced to the children. And she says, well, you know, maybe we'll go and get coffee. There's some co-parents where this is truly like this, they're both adults are going to treat this interaction and is a really respectful interaction. They're going to possibly look forward just getting to know this person who's now in your children's lives. And it's not meant with any kind of stress or malice or anything like that. Other times the outing is expressed like, I'd like to meet your new partner. And if I approve, then I will allow the children to have contact with her. In those circumstances, I don't feel like that's entering into an interaction quite as respectfully. So I think you're going to have to think about it in your specific circumstances, whether or not that makes sense. If you have a co-parent who is is generally trustworthy, takes care of the kids well, has always kept them safe, I think it's fair to have a belief that they're not going to introduce someone to your kids that is going to harm your kids. So to go in there with that mindset of like, this is probably going to be fine makes sense to me. So not everybody is going to go down that journey of having the co-parent be introduced to the children, especially before the children meet them. It is lovely, however, if once that new partner has met the kids and let's say a parent is picking up their kid on a Sunday and that new partner comes out and says hello and comments on the beautiful weather and just gives a friendly, personable appearance, especially if it's in front of the kids. I think that's wonderful. I think it's essential, honestly. I mean, if you're with a new partner and they refuse to acknowledge your ex or cannot interact with them in a friendly way, then one, you've painted your ex to be such a horrible person that this person has, your new partner just feels protective of you and feels like this person is completely terrible. And that's on you. Or the second thing, this is a person who isn't truly 
comfortable with the idea of having a partner who has a whole past. And that's generally not going to go well. If they want to pretend that your ex doesn't exist or feels that you having contact when you're kind of doing the course of co-parenting, you know, the run of the mill daily things you have to do as co-parents and they find that very threatening or they're trying to set boundaries that just don't make sense. Like don't ever talk to your co-parent after 6 PM, or you can never talk to your co-parent if I'm not in the room, things like that. That's not going to go well. But overall, you don't want to blind sign because if you have a new partner and you've gone into this relationship really mindfully and really tried to set the stage for success with your children, and you've thought about how you'd like to introduce the kids and you've you've done it in a really mindful way, it's great for your co-parent to know that because if they don't know and their child just comes home from a visit and it's like, oh, I met dad's new friend or, oh, mom had a man at our house on Sunday. Usually the co-parent feels very suspicious. They start to be have like any feelings of distrust sort of trickle in and it can really set the stage for your co-parent to feel blindsided, feel suspicious. It's just not a good scene. So you kind of have to factor in what's happening with your individual circumstances. But if best practices can take place, it's letting your co-parent know ahead of time, giving them some basic information about your new partner. And making sure that they can ask some simple questions. Oh, you know, what what does she do? I mean, there's a big difference if your partner is presented to your, your co-parent in a really friendly and open way versus it's none of your business. You're not allowed to talk to her. You don't mind your own business. That seems unnecessarily arduous. So keep that in mind. So taking it slow, talking to your ex, giving them a heads up. The third thing that I would consider is making sure you're hearing what your kids are saying about it. So you might have two different kids and they have a completely different interaction. They might view this new person as just somebody fun and someone nice. And hey, when he or she's around, we do fun things like we have a fire pit in the backyard and we roast marshmallows or we you know, go on a picnic or we go swimming and we stay all day at the pool or whatever it is. And they, they feel that this person is contributing to their, their life and adding a dimension that feels really fun and really good. Other kids can be pretty rejecting of the process. They can feel like they're being disloyal to the other parent if they enjoy this new person. Maybe this new person is bringing to the table other people, right? Maybe they have children or maybe they have a really close relationship with their parents and everybody is starting to to get to know each other. And some kids can just really, they can feel jealous that mom or dad is potentially spending less time. They can feel really uncertain about change. Like it isn't even really about the partner you chose. It's just about the fact that there's change happening in their life. And so you want to validate their feelings. You want to hear them. You don't want to deny like If they express a concern where you're just dismissive, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. She's just so nice. I can't imagine why you would ever think that that would happen. But to be able to really listen and tune in to what your child needs, but also recognizing it's very appropriate to set the standard for what you expect or how you expect your child to interact with this person. If they decide that they don't feel comfortable with this person and they tell you that, that's appropriate. But if they're like, I hate you when this new person comes over or they, you know, say 
or do something hateful or they're just act rude and unpleasant. Like that's behavior that wouldn't be acceptable for any guest in your home. And certainly not somebody who is working really hard to try to get to know the children. So I think it's okay to say, you know what, this could be, this could be kind of a new thing for us to have this new person with us. And I'm really going to be interested in what you think about it. I do want to remind you though, like with all guests in our home, I expect you to be respectful. I expect you to say hello and ask them how they're doing and make eye contact and use your manners at dinner. And if you have any concerns about sort of how we're doing things, you can take me aside and let me know, but we're not going to be disparaging or negative towards this new person. So setting that expectation with your child where you can both listen to them and hold them to a behavioral standard can be really helpful. And then the last thing I want to mention is just making sure that you end interactions with this new person on a positive note. So I had said earlier, I had said earlier in this discussion that we want to have a finite interaction. Like we're going to go to dinner and get ice cream and then have the time together end. Well, the goal is to have the meeting end or the meetings, the interactions end where there can still be a positive note. So for example, if you know that you want to have your new partner come over on a Saturday afternoon and you all are going to, you know, let's say cook out or maybe play some lawn games. Like if you start to see your child showing signs of stress, it's not that you want to give in to them, but we do want to have the interaction end when things are going well. So I can tell you a little bit of a personal story. When my husband and I met and we were going to introduce our kids, we would watch really carefully and make sure that they were having a good time. And then when we we would deliberately end the interaction then. So they were kind of like, oh, we were having fun. We wanted to go swimming one more time where we could be like, all right, jump in one more time. And then they've got to go so that when they left, it was something that they could look forward to the next interaction versus waiting until the kids kind of got all got sick of each other, or maybe they were tired, or maybe they got a little bit territorial over because it's now bedtime and they're used to mom reading a story, but she just wants to send them off to bed because her partner is in the house and it's kind of you know rude to just leave him downstairs by himself. Like we don't want to do all that. We want to have things end on a positive note and then have another interaction sometime soon that can also be positive. So four tips today, we talked about taking it slow, not blindsiding your ex by having the kids be introduced to your new partner, completely unaware to them, making sure you're a good listener to your kids and that you're validating their emotions while still setting the expectation for behavior. And then keeping the meeting short enough where it can end on a positive note. So those are some things to talk about today. I appreciate all of you tuning in. Please check out videos on my YouTube channel, which is at Dr. Terry Egan, or tune in to more episodes of One Day You'll Thank Me. I appreciate you being here. 